0: Yike test.
1: Nyah. You know, like, nyah.
2: Yeah. Like, mau.
1: No. No. Do you guys remember watching that video? Oh, the no. one Markiplier? No, no, uh. no, 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 no. There was a video of, like, this girl doing, uh, she was doing makeup, like, inspired by Marvel characters, mm. except she was entirely unserious, and they were really stupid. She couldn't figure out how to say Mjolnir, so, so she's like, so it's silver representing me. Mjolnir. Meow, meow, She's like, you ha- make sure that you channel the power. Meow, meow. And she said it like, it <laughs> 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 just went on slightly too long, but not long enough to be uncomfortable. I want to see if I can find her because I saw this video in like high school. <laughs> no,
2: I don't remember seeing anything mm. like that.
1: It was kind of niche. <laughs>
0: That's oh, i'm just gonna call That's it get right there
2: Mow. yeah she almost got it right there she actually got a really decent pronunciation like at the end there yeah 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 for, for Mjolnir? yeah sorry it was Yawning.
1: I forgot that the next part is she uses gold for her cheeks to represent gold uh and I quote her directly, Thor's gold ass hair. Oh no. Not ass hair, but gold ass hair. All Although right. he probably has gold ass hair too.
2: No, yeah, you got you gotta believe the and, curtains and, match and, the carpet. Yeah, and it's and it's not gonna it's not gonna be that really like bullshit, like almost transparent blonde hair either. It's gonna be like that rich like thick Yeah, really well defined ass hair yeah you gotta know yeah my, my man thor is not gonna have any like baby hairs back there nope
1: like real ass hair <laughs> I mean,
2: what i will say is that for for a Norseman, thor doesn't have a lot of chest hair or like significant body hair Because like he? you you see him without his shirt like several times throughout Do you yeah like, dude especially... fan service i don't
0: watch movies i mean i don't either but i assume like all right uh we need to take your shirt off yeah. why fan service oh yeah of i don't course. know
2: i just remember that he, there was this epic scene where you could see his happy trail and everything oh,
1: man he doesn't really have like any body hair exactly you right?
2: yeah see what i mean so so for like for like a nordic guy he, his hair is like non-existent it yeah. makes him a great swimmer i mean he doesn't need to <laughs> swim a lot
0: uh i don't know norway is kind of an island nation god yeah
2: Damn this man.
1: Yeah, Holy
0: shit. He's so shit. smooth. And that's why Thor 2 did well.
1: No, that's not why no. I'm saying that. This This picture is just like...
2: Is a picture? God Is damn. it one of those edited ones where it actually shows everything? I want to no, say... No, no, no. It shows no, 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 everything. No. no, it's
1: him coming out of the pool or like the ocean or something. Uh-huh. And just, I'm a sucker <laughs> for like... When, when like yeah. the swimsuits hanging like just that low, and you can see like yeah. kind of like the beginnings of like the like the muscle yeah, the V the, and I'm the like the thigh oh.
0: fangs or something. Yeah, yeah, is that what they call it? The I think it's called fangs? like the thigh fangs. I always they're heard the thighs? vicious
1: V. <laughs> it's on his. It's on his his stomach. It's right above his.
0: Wait, what? Wait, hold on. Well,
1: yeah, but they're not. But on yeah, but that those are his
0: thighs right there. That's those are the fangs.
1: No, 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 no. Is that not what no, they're no, called? No, no, no. It's on like the the wings of your hip bones.
2: Yeah, like we're we're talking about the same spot. uh, It's the same spot, but I think that it's just the terminology. And I've never, I have never heard thigh fangs.
1: God damn.
2: Thigh fangs. (laughs) Thigh fangs.
0: it's a it's a pick your poison and it's okay. just a bunch of anime tropes and thigh fangs is
2: on there well, what the thigh fangs di- is very is very distinctly different oh, is it different yeah the thigh fangs are the are, are the female like lower down it's not the oh. it's not the bone and the muscle it's oh. the, uh,
1: it's well, it's not even necessarily female well, I, I, that's where yeah, that's where like, the leg connects to to the pelvis yeah oh yeah.
0: mm, uh, yeah. okay so oh we were looking at two different no, things you were
1: looking it. at the same one you were just thinking it's a different part of the body mm. it was it's higher up than what you were thinking it was okay
0: <laughs> oh, and then and then right, that's the eyes. Yeah, center. yeah. Okay, I, so there I'm, is... I'm physically
1: pointing on Brandon. Yeah, like, this like... is the part we're talking about. This okay. is the part you're thinking of.
0: Mm, yeah. And what what would we call the ones on that dude then? If they're not thieffangs,
2: but yeah, they're the vicious V or they're wait Are... the, the what V? <laughs> they call them. They call it the vicious. V. Oh, okay. It, it's just what they call it. They also call mm. it the happy trail because well, the, the happy trail is more like hair I guess. Yeah. The happy
1: trail is the hair yeah. leading down to, yeah. to the Pangas area. Yeah. You don't have to
2: like defend Vicious V. It's already got the
0: alliteration yeah. so I'm, I'm already willing to accept that it, it is a thing. <laughs>
1: uh, the 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 v thing that we're talking about is definitely mostly visible on men.
0: It's where we, we hold our muscle cuz men have their muscle on like the outside mm-hmm. of like the the fat layer and uh, then women have it on the inside of the fat layer. Which Not- is
1: why which is why you get the 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 chubby tummy. That's cute.
2: And then and then she deadlifts you
0: and hucks you into a dumpster. Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: I've definitely seen my fair share of women that could do that to me. Especially back, like back even back in high school there were fo- there were a couple women that for sure could have done that to me. That's
0: saying something. Cuz yeah. like I I I don't think I will ever achieve the muscular peak that is to be able to to just kind of like swallow you like a child. <laughs> I will never be able to do that.
2: I don't think, that, uh, swaddling is such a strange visual, <laughs> visual cue I know. in my brain. I'm just Are like,
0: you? everyone's like, yeah, he's going to say, pick up, Alan. No. Well, <laughs>
1: swaddling is the act of wrapping up a child in blankets.
0: And then you pick them up.
1: No, you don't pick them up for swaddling. Oh. Swaddling is like wrapping them up like a cocoon.
0: Oh Well, get on that blanket, Alan. I'm about to Chipotle your ass. <laughs> Dude, they they
2: wrapped those burritos up very, very professionally. I'm very impressed. Not through the days I've been. Oh, you know, um, I always just kind of like go, oh, meh. <laughs> so I've been watching a lot of videos recently, and I, I, there's this thing where it's some YouTuber uh, tattooed Chipotle on the inside of her lip. What the no. fuck? Yeah.
1: Have I told the story about the one time I've ever seen someone with a tattoo like that before?
2: No. Yes.
1: I well, I can't remember if I told it on the podcast. Uh, oh no, I don't think so. So, uh, so this 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 guy that I knew from my old workspace uh, got a job somewhere else, and he was the general manager there. And he was hard trying to snipe me, and he introduced me to this 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 great woman. He was like showing me the office, and that's where she was like, "Okay, we're not on the floor. I can let loose now." Absolute maniac, and like the best of ways. Oh. Like, you know, you know how there's that like s- that line that guys are like, where it's like, this is the like the crazy hot like
2: mm. line. Oh. She was
1: definitely more on the crazy side, but like in <laughs> a hot way.
2: Yeah, that sounds th- th- like I've said it multiple times, but like that type of chaos energy, I don't know why I'm attracted to it.
1: It's just it's really good. Yeah,
2: exactly. But
1: like, have you ever like encountered something, someone who's like crazy to the point where you're like yeah this is great but you're also like just a little bit afraid for your life but not like really afraid but but like a little bit where it's you're for like for
0: those adrenaline junk you
1: know she could probably she might actually kill me no <laughs> but she she could what I, like, <laughs> if she snapped
2: you know i will say i have publicly said on the podcast that i have dated a juggalette so yes i know exactly <laughs> what you're talking yeah, where about it's like,
1: it's like this great sort of chaos <laughs> energy but you're like damn mm. she might actually kill me and you know I'm okay with that <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I know I'm very familiar <laughs> maybe
0: most relationships just need that little like spice because it's like then it demands respect because no, then you're, it does.
1: you're less likely to, yeah. to like wrong
0: your significant other what the
1: fuck no that's just an abusive relationship if you're worried for your life <laughs> anyways mm. anyways I see uh like at one point the the guy who was showing me around he was he was like oh yeah she's fucking feral like those are his words and she's like hell yeah I am and she grabs her lip turns it out and she had feral tattooed on the inside of her lip. And I was like, what the fuck? Cause this woman, like, I'm really I'm relatively tall, but she uh-huh. was like five feet, kinda like like mousy brown blonde hair, wearing like a flowery dress and like a shawl. Like mm. she she looked like like a little hipster grandma type lady. Uh huh. And instead she's just she pulls out her fucking lip and she has feral <laughs> tattooed there. And I'm like, holy fucking Christ. <laughs> oh,
2: this is what uh, you gotta know, like, if they were willing to share this with, like, a coworker that they've...
1: No, I was in there for an interview. Well, the thing is, is the guy who had brought me in for the interview, I had known him at that point. He was one of the... He was one of my managers when I worked at the laser tag place. Uh-huh. Um, And then I had left, and then he also left and was a GM somewhere else. So this was, like, a year or two after I had stopped... We had stopped working together, but we had already known each other for almost three years at that point. He already knew what I was like. Mm-hmm. I, I am also big chaos energy but not as big chaos energy as she is yeah. like I like to think that I don't toe the line between would actually kill you <laughs> like yeah like I, I, I know that I'm chaos energy but not that much chaos latest energy. Twitter poll Like I'm, I'm like, I'm like chaos mom energy. Yeah, no, I don't
2: necessarily know if that's right for like, because back like when I first like started to get to know you guys, I I felt like for Dawn it was very much more of along the lines of, oh, she's very outgoing and energetic. It wasn't so much the chaos energy that. Yeah, it's not quite like
1: chaos. Yeah, the
0: the mom energy like really mutes out the the chaos energy. (laughs)
1: See, now, I have friends who would disagree with you because I think it was probably crazier in high school.
0: Yeah. I feel like we were all a little bit crazier in high school, though. And then college made us so tired that we mellowed out.
1: Maybe. No,
2: I think, I don't know. I think it's a weird thing for me. I think I just got more comfortable with myself, which meant that I did get more chaotic. Oh. Because, like, for me in high school, I still hung out with the people that were chaotic. Mm-hmm. But I, myself, was, was more was of more the reserved one. Mm-hmm uh of my friend group however with my like circular my circle of really close friends i was the i was the chaos one ah uh, i see like if you compare me to alex yeah. like i'm crazier than alex mm-hmm. but relative to me i was the alex in my bigger larger group oh. If that makes sense yeah
1: yeah so, like, I... so i
2: surrounded myself with crazier people than me while at the same time keeping my sanest friends closest <laughs> mm.
1: So I think what happened with me is like middle school, I was like kind of neutral in the friend group. And then I swapped schools. Long story short, I was kind of typecasted as the smart one. Mm-hmm. But because of that I kind of ended up being like a mom figure to to a lot of my friends. So I was chaos. Like I was the one who was like, hell, yeah, let's go joyriding. But make sure you wear your seatbelt. Um, And if you get hurt, I do have uh, like health supplies in my back. Mm. But let's go, you know, <laughs> mm.
0: I see. It's almost midnight.
1: Yeah, let's go get some fucking food. (laughs) Yeah, more or less.
2: welcome to the podcast everyone uh this is the podcast where the blanket term team uh all sit down we talk uh we talk about our past we talk about our high school years and we also speculate about what's gonna happen you know this year uh maybe we'll do that maybe we won't my name is alan and i'm joined by some friends hello i am a friend as well brandon
1: and i'm don like
2: and just Monica. Yeah, like just Monica. That's perfect. Just Don. <laughs> just done. And uh, uh we got another friend Albert who is currently not here because of work.
1: But yeah, th- we uh, these are our only friends. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody else exists.
2: <laughs> I mean, they might as well not. They might might as well not, because sometimes, like, it does feel like that, where we're stuck inside for so long. Spongebob meme. Get Kings
1: ready. are all here. <laughs> yeah, more or less, actually. That's kind of the position we're in right now.
2: Oh, yes. yeah. Luckily, we haven't started drawing happy faces on our fingers.
1: Conspicuously hides hands. My,
2: my finger friends would be all be sad or upset with me. Oh no. One of the two.
1: That's Alan, No. Stop it. <laughs> that is sad. Yeah. You're I'm right. happy to host I'm happy to host a uh, counseling <laughs> session for you but not in the middle of the podcast.
2: Oh no. No no, no my counselor's like on my toe. It. I I try to avoid talking to my counselor very much. <laughs> Don't give me such a look. I was <laughs> okay so before before the before the break I actually had a thought and a memory about high school. Uh and someone Albert Brandon mentioned energy drinks and all of a sudden a flash of memories flooded into my head. <sighs> my mom was was so against like any sort of like stimulant thing which is weird because like I started drinking coffee when I was like eight but uh when it came to energy drinks specifically she was like against it she never let me have it she never like she she like would have would actively get mad at me or any of my cousins that gave it to me mm-hmm. like when I was like younger and then one day I remember I was walking back from middle school and think my friends were walking it's like one of the one of the first times I kind of got used to like walking home with friends uh so we went into the store and we we're like oh cool and and I was like, I got my own money. I'm going to get myself a rock star. And mm. my friends knew about this sort of like ban on energy drinks. And I come out of the store and I'm like, yeah, my friend Isaac, he was like, hey, doesn't your mom don't you to you loud? He was like, no, it's fine. She's not going to worry. I crack it open and I didn't even get to take a drink. That was when my mom pulls up right <gasps> next to us. And oh. Like, Alan, get in. And I'm like, Oh. All right, guys, here you go. Uh, And I
1: keep
2: in the car and it was so quiet. I remember very distinctly. Uh I wanted to say anything. She saw me open it and I was just like,
1: I, uh, (laughs) it
2: was the saddest
1: thing. so funny though. Like that's perfect timing. (laughs) No.
2: Yeah. It was so weird because it was instantaneous. (laughs) Like as soon as I cracked it open. Isn't
1: your mom going to get mad? No. Crack! Yeah,
0: she heard it.
1: Yeah, she heard it.
0: <laughs> it was a stakeout. A I, I like setup. to imagine
1: this is like a, as like an animated sort of thing where it's like, nah, guys, it'll be fine. Crack, and then it cuts to your mom like in her oh. house. He's like, <gasps> and like, like <laughs> <cut>. <laughs> get in,
2: the whole, Alan. There's a whole action sequence about her getting there. Well, well, well
1: no, 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 oh. no. It's like half a second long.
2: Oh, uh, because well, she if- hears
1: the crack. <laughs> And then arrived.
2: It was so weird because it wasn't even like she pulled into the parking lot or anything. She stopped on the road. What the fuck? She yeah. had to have been
1: like driving by. Yeah, she
2: she she must have been. But like it was just uh, it's so crazy how, how things worked out sometimes. But it's a good story now that I'm an adult. But at the time, it was the most embarrassing thing ever.
1: Mm. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> I I didn't drink energy drinks or coffee until like high school or at least regularly. I, I have a fond memory of my first experience with an energy drink. It was like a Red Bull, right? And it just come out, so it was kind of like the latest thing. Ah, uh,
1: fond memories of addiction.
0: Uh, I was in, like, after-school daycare, right? Wait, hold on. Yeah.
1: <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold but, on. Alan, you got to let him qualify yeah, this yeah. first.
0: But I was in after-school daycare until, like, I want to say eighth grade. But this was maybe, I want to say fifth grade, right? So my, I'm still getting picked up, and my dad has this energy drink, and it has just come out. It's Red Bull, and he's like drinking, and he like looks down at me. He's like, "Here, you want some?" And I was like, "Sure." It's like soda.
1: That's <laughs> a very dad. That's a very your dad. That's thing a very to do.
0: yeah. It's it's just like here. Let me give my my fifth grader Red Bull. Um, and of course, I thought it was soda, and I, you know I still kind of am a big soda drinker, so I just took two big old swigs. And I was like,
2: "Wow, this is great!" It must have t- must have tasted weird because at this point, like a lot of people, they're used to the energy gray, that energy like drink, like you know, Tang. Yeah, yeah. It must have been weird at the time. Oh, I was like, "This tastes like Skittles."
0: Let's go.
1: <laughs> Red Bull to me is fucking disgusting. But anyways, continue.
2: Uh, That's it. That's the story, and I was like, "There's no after story of Brandon flipping the fuck out and like." Uh, No, that didn't. That doesn't come
0: until like high school when I'm now able to go out and buy some on my own. Uh, So I bought
2: like two Rock Stars. Yeah, and then of course we had the story where you almost overdose. Oh yeah, well you he did overdose. Yeah, that was in college,
0: and not just, and not just energy drinks because I had drinking a bang. Uh, I had in a couple like cups of like tea, and then I was like, "Oh well, I you know if I keep." Drinking coffee and some kind of caffeine, I can just stay up the whole night and get to my class and then go to sleep afterwards. And my class is at like noon. So I go to the dining hall and I'm like, cool, unlimited coffee. Yeah, that sounds good. And I think I, like, assuming a cup of coffee is about 90 to 100 milligrams. Yeah. I think the do not exceed like average is like, what is it, 800 milligrams a day, maybe 400? That sounds.
1: I think it's 400. I think it's
0: 402. Uh, because the
1: Bang is 300. Yeah, you know what that is. And I remember right. distinctly you telling me that if you drank drink a Bang, you do not drink anything else, yeah. any other caffeine because of this experience.
0: It's super close. Yeah. It, you get really close. Um I think I had almost doubled that do not exceed Ooh. limit for an average person, and I am a very thin person with a a low like uh BMI. 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 Yeah. So uh my 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 threshold is much lower. Yeah. And so I I am talking to my friend and I go, you know, I don't really feel so good.
2: I'm gonna go home. <laughs> and then you start disintegrating. Uh <laughs> I get home. No, no,
1: no, no, no. The way that you told me first was your friend had come up to you and said, hey, Brandon, you don't look great. Are you feeling all right?
0: Right. I I, I probably looked really pale. You you probably looked coked out. Yeah, (laughs) I probably looked really coked (laughs) out.
2: Your eyes were like dilating.
0: And Um, (laughs) and I was like, I'm going to go home because I was like not feeling well. And so I like laid down because I was like in pain now. Uh-huh. Whenever I'm in like in pain or in an uncomfortable position like if I'm I have to if I'm hungry and I have to wait for dinner I go to sleep. Yeah. If it's too warm or too cold I'll go to sleep. If there's a problem and if I'm feeling a, problem, a little bit sad I just go to sleep. I just go to sleep. <laughs> go to sleep. Um but I can't go to sleep because it's caffeine is the problem, yeah. so I have to sit there and experience it. And you know when your character gets like paralyzed in the game, they're like twitching and stuff. Yeah, and you are can't that, move. That's are, me.
2: Or that time you drink too much tequila and you get body paralysis. Yeah, yeah that's me.
0: <laughs> so it's just the the caffeine is sending like has my brain sending like impulses of movement to my my muscles, and so they're like twitching. And I'm just in the bed and I have to just experience this. I can't do my usual go to sleep. Yeah. Eventually, I got better. But uh it was a long and excruciating day and needless to say I did not make it to my class.
1: <laughs> yeah, it didn't you I think you ended up being awake until like the next day, didn't you?
0: Yeah, it was kind of weird.
1: Yeah, that's you know, we should double check the exact like what the actual caffeine daily limit is. Yeah, let's
0: double check just to be sure. Um I'm pretty sure it is 400 for an average person.
2: Yeah, um, I, like I've always been on the heavier side, and I think I've—I don't think I've ever gotten close to that. But I've downed a bang, and I've downed a couple energy drinks. So, mm. like, I don't know. It has to be, it has to be like somewhere around there. Because if I've if I've experienced what I'm assuming is about 600 milligrams, then I just felt like coked out. Yeah, mm.
1: 400 is the caffeine limit that is safe for most healthy adults. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. yeah uh so so that that being said don't drink a lot of caffeine and if you experience what brandon experienced don't do what he did and call an ambulance because or
2: get someone to drive you to the hospital because i'd rather only spend uh, save yourself thirty
1: thousand go go seek help help seek help seek help because while brandon survived that could very easily have sent you into cardiac arrest, and you could have had a heart attack or a stroke.
0: You're right. That was probably the pain I was feeling, huh?
1: Yeah, it was probably heart palpitations. You've probably lost 10 years off of your life because of that experience, Brandon. And then 10 more after
0: being a teacher.
1: (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Anyways, that's the moral of that story. Don't do what Brandon did.
0: I feel like that's the moral of every story we tell. Don't do what Brandon did. (laughs) Or I say something and it's like, we don't condone exactly what Brandon did.
2: As much as I'd like to imagine that I'm an okay role model, like, uh, half my stories are always, don't do this, or I am a bad role model, please don't follow my example. I think the
1: only people who are, I feel like it's just me and Albert who I feel like at this point are consistently good, to some degree, role models. Like, if we're averaging it out, I think you guys average out on the bad end of the spectrum, and Albert and I average out on the good end of the spectrum. We're
2: very clearly the chaotic, good people. just chaotic dumb. Like, we don't, chaotic like, dumb. Yeah, chaotic stupid. Yeah, we we're, were on the chaotic stupid spectrum.
1: Uh, I would say that I'm probably, I probably net out most neutral. Neutral yeah. good. Yeah. Well, well, not even necessarily good.
2: Oh, just true neutral, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah.
2: That's the lazy man's The lazy, man. that's the lazy man's choice, true, no,
0: neutral. No, no,
1: no, 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 like, no, 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 Chaotic neutral is the lazy man's choice. Yeah. Mm. I, I want to feel like, well, I guess chaotic evil, you really
0: have to sit into it. Like there's like the lukewarm, oh, I'm chaotic evil. And it's just like, you just pick pockets. I don't care.
1: That's not, yeah, that's not that's, chaotic that's evil. Not even yeah, chaotic and then you have evil. chaotic
0: evil where they're really, they're really going hard.
1: I feel like true neutral is actually really hard to play.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I bet
2: so
1: yeah like a lot of people pick it as a lazy choice and then it's just but then there's then they're just playing themselves they've just not put a label on
2: it. i think the biggest the biggest like worst way you can play true neutral is just being impassive about everything yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like not really being interested in the DMs, plot hooks, not being interested in stuff like that.
1: It's not actual neutral. I mean, like it is neutral, but it's not. It's not interesting. And the thing is, is we had a really good conversation about this on stream. I th- want to say last week, uh-huh. where there's there's a, a assembly, there's like table etiquette. It's kind of unspoken. Oh table yeah. Etiquette. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You know, because like it doesn't matter what you and your personal interests are, you come into into a D and D or any sort of role playing game with the understanding that your your GM is going to craft you a story and then yeah. that you need to kinda of work with him. So if you're actively working against your, your GM, then you're not Yeah It's like it's violating that that social construct yeah Mm -hmm. and
2: and like as much as like players want to have a lot of license with how their characters are sometimes you have to design your character in mind with whatever your campaign Mm -hmm. is and whatever your gm stories are Mm -hmm. so like i wouldn't design an evil character if i knew that part of the major part of the story was going to be about doing good in the world you know yeah and if there and if i did want to play an evil character i would very much like bring it up with the gm tell all the other players i'm also good and then work with the gm to figure out a way to have my quote my, my evil alignment mm-hmm. work out and still be okay with the story yeah yeah like that's a good way to go about it if you want to play an evil character in, evil cam- in, a, mm-hmm. in a good campaign yeah
1: yeah. yeah, it really is just kind of about, it's collaborative storytelling. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're a player in a game, but it's, it's still collaborative storytelling because you're working with your GM to tell a story. Mm. And now the same goes the other way around as like GM etiquette as yeah. well, because you can't really force your players to do anything. So there's, you know, it's kind of like a delicate balance between oh, player yeah. and GM that mm-hmm. you have to walk where as a player, you're not actively antagonizing the gm and as the gm you're not actively antagonizing your players
2: yeah and it's sometimes it can be very subtle sometimes more overt i I weirdly experienced as a listening to an actual play the group has been together for years but there was just one moment where it was just like one one of the characters wanted to leave the situation but the gm had like made this a pivotal point that everyone needed to experience and he like kind of inserted his his gm-ness and the guy said he left and then he's like oh well this character is actually just hanging out, out outside and it's like it's one of those small things and like both both uh b- both actors uh the gm and the player kind of like played it off and was like oh yeah cool okay yeah just go with it like even professionals have these moments of tension about yeah. character mm. direction and story direction yeah. so like you know there's no shame in it it's just recognizing that you it is a collaborative storytelling you got to work together you know
1: Yeah. Well, I can't help but wonder, uh, I I don't know the situation, but that brings up another really interesting point with regards to stuff like that, and that is, it sounds to me, from an outside perspective, knowing nothing about the situation, but it sounds to me that whatever was being discussed in the situation made the player uncomfortable.
2: Well, uh, yeah, it was was a thing It was definitely a character choice, because... The character He was playing a very timid character, and it was, like, a uh, fallout from a combat. Oh, yeah. okay. So it was definitely a character decision, and, like, the player knew that the character decision wasn't, like, in line with the storytelling. Mm-hmm. But, you know... And,
1: but it makes sense for yeah. the character.
2: Like, st- collaborative storytelling. It's a fucking amazing if you can pull it off. And even if you don't do it well, you don't need to do it well for everyone to have a good time. Mm-hmm. Like... There's there's so many different groups out there and everyone does it differently. Sometimes yeah. you have a good voice actor. Sometimes you have people that like to take it a bit over the top. Sometimes you like to have people that jump off of high ledges and try to attack ghosts but end up breaking their legs.
1: Yeah, sometimes
2: uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, like it's crazy if someone does that. Yeah, who
1: would? Who yeah, would who would the that? fuck would do that? I don't know. Uh, it, it sounds like probably the same sort of person who would jump out of a boat and attack a crocodile that's With not able teeth. to get onto the boat. Yeah, it so sounds exactly. like a guy
2: who just likes to jump off the things. Yeah, and grapple
1: things. And grapple yeah. things. That doesn't sound like anyone we know. It sounds
2: like no. a guy that would like try to roll two natural twenties and succeed while ripping off a golem's head. I mean.
1: <laughs> More or less.
2: If, if, if they didn't pick up on it, I'm this person.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to. I kind of want to cycle back, actually, because uh, with with the um, with the discussion of the character leaving the the situation, yeah, um, this is a little bit off topic of that, but it, it reminded me of something that I- interesting that I've seen. Um, now, with horror comes some very interesting uh, interesting issues because. Horror is one of those things where people definitely have boundaries, yeah. And I just thought it was interesting. Something that I had read a while back was the introduction of like a like a hard no system.
2: Yeah, the X card, or there's a lot of systems that do mm. it, but the most common one is the X card. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think you know, I think you might have told me about it rather than yeah. uh, rather than me reading it. Um, but I just kind of wanted to touch on that, like with, cause I, oh. I like talking about like the table. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: And a lot of, a lot of this is just player safety. You know, you want to make sure it's a game. Everyone's trying to have a good time. Mm-hmm. And especially with topics that, that broach on, you know, more personal things, whether that be social. Social, physical violence, anything like that. Especially
1: with horror games, specifically. It it can apply to literally everything, but especially with horror. Yeah. Uh, Like, the the concept of it is effectively, you get, like, a card that says no. Like, hard no, hard pass on the situation. And the understanding is, something gets brought up, or something is happening, or, you know, whatever. You you put it down, Uh, and it's...
2: No questions asked. No Um, questions asked,
1: the topic's changed. Period. Um, and the idea is that you, you shouldn't abuse it. It's one of those things that it's like, use the sparingly.
2: Everyone should respect it for sure. But a lot of times some GMs, they do encourage it to be something like that where it's like, well guys, uh, I already played a pirate campaign the other day. I would like to try a different thing. Mm But that is a way, that is a valid way to use it. And it really just depends on what your GM outlines for it. Another thing that, that game masters will do is actually, they'll actually like, Take it a step further, and they'll have uh, lines and veils. This is the one mechanic, and I believe it comes from a specific game designer, but I can't remember. But uh, it's been adopted by a large, a bit, lo- a lot of the wider community. And the idea behind it is when you're sitting down to play for the first time, like an epi- like a session zero, mm-hmm. the lines and veils of the story are going to be things like the lines are just things about the world or the setting or the campaign or the story that we're not going to touch on at all. So it's going to be like. You you can say things along the lines of child abuse or uh, sexual violence, like things like that, that you know personally you do not want to have in the world. And it, it could also be something along the lines of like uh, political elections, like something like yeah. that. Like, or you... it could
1: be like specific phobias. Yeah,
2: specific mm-hmm. phobias. And then veils are things that are in the world. But we're not going to... We're, we're going to avoid having it in the world as much as we can. And it could be insofar as it doesn't exist as much in this world. So, you know, things along the lines of... Uh, one of my favorite ones was actually when uh, Patrick Rothfuss was playing... And they are playing uh, Kids on Bikes. And he was playing The Only Adult. Mm-hmm. And one of the things he veiled was... Uh, the stigma against men being alone with children. Like, you know, like mm. when like you see, a, you see a, a a dad taking his kid to a playground and everyone kind of gives him dirty looks. Yeah. Yeah, like he veiled that. And that that's a beautiful use of that veil system. Mm. And, you know, th- those are some safety mechanics that you can implement in your home games. They're, they're super fascinating and I highly recommend looking in, into like... Other types of stuff like that, because the world of RPG is so big now. Mm-hmm. It all the home designers, all the content creators, and all the like storytellers are doing all these amazing things. Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and the the big thing is is like wanting to share a message. Or or touch on something that's more dramatic, or more serious. But sometimes people have hard lines. Yeah. You know? So it's trying to, like, learn how to respect those lines in a way that benefits everybody involved. You know? Mm. Anyways. I just like talking about table etiquette.
2: Yeah. It, it is one of those topics that I feel like we have some insight on. But I don't know. It's kind of hard to, like assume that like we know more than other people because there's a lot of people that we that we found in our community are super experienced when it comes to board games yeah tabletop Mm -hmm. games that i always feel like i have no no platform to stand on so to speak but like you know we have been playing for a while we we have been doing this for a bit so i kind of just feel like i don't know (laughs) kind of like i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about sometimes
0: (laughs) i think in everything (laughs) etiquette's important in like surprising like amounts of places etiquette is really important like video games and stuff where uh like mmorpgs where you have some guy just being like really just rude um and it's just it's like an unspoken rule it's like you just don't do that um but sometimes there are people that just don't key in that maybe i shouldn't do that and every it's it's really like kind of heartwarming when you see like people band together against like someone being a bully yeah on like online games you're like oh dude fuck yeah instead of people like chiming in and going yeah you know what that guy sucks it's like it's like dude just stop
1: like chill bro why are why you have to be mad it's just the game yeah
0: we always hear about oh video games are bad oh internet anonymity enables yeah. bullies which it it kind of does but there's also like another side of the coin where it's just like hey you know
2: Enab- it, it enables counter bullies
0: this is true <laughs> it enables like opportunities to be mature yeah. yeah
1: exactly especially with certain games like final fantasy is one that we've experienced that a lot in uh-huh. where like the community for as a whole is usually very very like kind and not not like toxic as as like a lot of games would be and we've also experienced people being like toxic assholes and then almost immediately people jump in and it's like dude you're being a dick shut up
0: (laughs) yeah it's pretty cool or like um just like shooting down uh certain behavior because that's not the type of environment you want a game that you like to have as far as part of its community yeah i think that's really cool taking ownership of you know i like this game and i don't think that's it has really that kind of behavior. behavior belongs in it yeah so i think that's a that's a pretty cool like mindset to keep as far as like ethics go and and etiquette go yeah i say ethics i meant to say etiquette but you know don't be a dick Surprising how many people like to hang around you yeah. when you're not.
2: Yeah, I, I I do like that. Just the just as a f- like life philosophy. Don't be a fucking asshole.
1: Yep, but you can be fucking asshole if that's what you like. <laughs> Anyways,
2: yeah. mm. uh, caffeine sounds pretty good right about now. <laughs> Uh, there was there was an idea that I wanted to do just real quick, I, I but it feels like shoehorned in at the end, so I don't know if I even should do it. But I was thinking about doing a cryptid corner just because I've been doing a lot of research on cryptids. Yeah, go
0: ahead. <laughs> take, the, take the wheel.
2: Okay. Uh, so this is going to be a very rare segment of Alan's cryptid corner. I kind of mm-hmm. feel like mine needs to be like an electric guitar or something instead
1: Bo-y-oh. of...
2: yeah so on today's episode of Cryptid corner i'm going to talk to you about something that i learned a lot about and that i shared with i think anyone that would hear anyone that would listen i shouted it but it is the cactus cat from what i could tell from the internet from my like five minutes of like researching <laughs> i am no way an expert on this but the cactus cat is something that was discovered in like north america southwestern uh united states which is kind of where we're at but the it's it's a creature it's a cat-like creature that is covered in spines it's covered in like spines like a cactus and it has uh, rigid bone growths coming from like it's joints and the spine and it has a tail that branches outwards and looks like uh, you know those like cactus that like dry out a bit and they kind of like really like, they branch out and stuff, mm-hmm. I don't know what it's called and it prowls around and it cuts cactuses in half and like leaves them and, and leaves them out to dry and then it comes back when they're fermented and it like Drinks up all the like cactus, like fucking fermented juice and gets kind of drunk and then goes around like, like kind of just having a good time. What a boozer! Yeah, what a fucking boozer, right? <laughs> And and uh, people call it the because it looks like a, it looks like a puma, like in shape, and mm-hmm. like uh, the it's supposed to be non aggressive, non aggressive, but it's fucking cool. And there, when it when it gets drunk or something, it may attack a human. And a lot of like the oh, it mythos, feels rowdy, yeah. The mythos behind it is that like, I guess people would wake up in the middle of the night, like on the pioneer days, and they'd have like welts on their hands because of like running into cactus that they didn't know they were allergic to or poisons to uh-huh. and like they would wake up with like scratches on their bodies uh-huh. and they'd be thinking oh man it's a cactus cat must have came it's super weird I- I've seen like pictures that it depicted as super fucking like crazy and some that just depicted as like a, as, like, a bongo cat looking thing
1: it's fucking Did amazing cactus spine yeah hmm I kind of want to look this up. Yeah,
2: I should look it up. It's totally great. Anyways, that's been, that's been Cryptid Corner. Any, any follow up questions? Yes. Can this be the new sponsor, or the new uh, uh, mascot
0: for Cactus Cooler? Maybe. I, I hope it does. Honestly, I hope it does because pineapple, orange, and cacti it sounds like the cat's alley. Okay, yeah.
1: Alan. So the reason that you're finding like cute ones is because there's also an Arizona Cat Rescue Service named the Cactus Cats. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, people have turned it into into like a really a really cute one, like yeah. a cat that is just also a cactus. <laughs>
2: Those are great. They look <laughs> so perfect. It's such
1: a good concept. Yeah, it's a cactus cat. I wonder why they decided to make it get drunk. Uh, that's porn.
0: Oh, oh what wait hold on is it cactus cat boy? hey man you get you get drunk you get Liddy. I guess it gets <laughs> horny too now I need a, now I need the cactus oh. cat girl that's it that's what that there it is
1: <laughs> and that's just on uh, on google uh, google image search it's just it's just a cat girl covered in spines that's it that's all it is
2: I know it's a good concept and I think that I need to go look this up some more
1: in private in
2: private <laughs>
1: <laughs> On my own. On
2: my own. Alone. <laughs> Alone. In a closed room.
1: And, and now it, we've circled back to meow. meow.
2: Oh. Meow. This oh. is a cat and pain. Meow. Me,
1: meow. Ow.
2: <laughs> Trying to communicate, though. Touch me. Anyways, I'm going to go do this research in a bit. So I got to close out this podcast. So. Oh, oh, Okay. <laughs> so friends thank you for listening to our podcast uh my name's alan and if you want you can find me on social media at alan d joe a-l-l-e-n because apparently people like to spell a-l-a-n for some reason they're wrong they're wrong anyways you can find me there
0: and i'm brandon you can find me at at hosloth online uh you can also chat with me uh usually during our twitch uh streams because i am obligated to be there and by obligated I mean i love to be there and talk to all of you and it's really easy to express those things in a non-text format because my nails have gotten really long it's actually is, quite hard to send text because is, i keep
2: mistyping everything is that your excuse for not being on twitter yeah okay. absolutely i like it you caught me
1: <laughs> and i'm don you can find me at i don't give a don on twitter that's it i'm don i'm i don't give a don on on twitter you can find me on uh, uh, twitch I stream. It's cool. What
2: have you been streaming?
1: Things, stuff. All right. If, 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 if you want to know super then you elusive, can, super if, secret, I like if it. If you want to know, then you can find out. You can come and join my stream and find <laughs> out what I stream.
2: Yeah. And uh, we also we also stream collectively if you want to hang out with us. Like Brandon said, it's super fun. We're going to be doing we do mainly do board games. And those of you who do have found us on 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 uh Twitch, thank you for checking out our podcast. It gets crazy sometimes and sometimes it gets wild and wacky and other times we talk about some pretty serious stuff and give you some advice. So we don't know what the fuck's gonna happen most of these days, but I really appreciate the fact that you did take you take the time out of your day to hang out with us. Uh we have a website, blanket term dot com, uh where you can check out all of our links to our our collective Twitter, our collective Twitch and uh as well as our patreon links and our youtube it's all there you can check it out uh, if you want to email email us you can email us at blanketterm at gmail.com and you can put uh, blanket for in the subject line and if you want to ask us a question that's a good way to do it and if you don't want to, if you don't have access to the internet but you do have access to some crazy other sources I'm pretty sure Brandon has a couple of ways alternative ways for you to get to us
0: yep uh, currently now accepting messages through traditional snail mail, but only ones that are uh, attached to a can of cactus cooler because now I am craving that.
2: I don't even know what the fuck cactus cooler is, Brandon. It's
0: orange pineapple soda.
2: Okay. It's pretty good. <laughs> Brandon ordinarily goes more elaborate with these. No, it's just, oh man, this sounds good. (laughs) Just mail me a, just mail me a soda
0: and I'll drink, (laughs) I'll drink your message.
1: Hi.
2: Chaotic Stupid Spectrum.